don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Super appropriate for the weather. Yeah. 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 It is hot. Yeah. First, I'm going to do this. Welcome to Dadvocacy because we forgot it last time. We've been forgetting. Like three episodes, we usually do it like six minutes in. Yeah. Um, I'm Um, Ryan. And I'm Tristan. We got a a guest with us today. Special guest. Yeah. Miss B's here. Brittany's in in the house with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. One of my best friends, by the way. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Very cool. I dig it. So, um... Yeah, that so, was uh, Andy Mineo and uh, and Lecrae. Lecrae. Yeah, coming in hot. Coming in hot. I haven't heard that one yet, so I'm gonna have to uh, check it out. I love Andy Mineo. So yeah, that was a. Uh, it's been on my um, workout playlist. Workout playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got a lot. Yeah, for sure. Holy so shinkies. crazy, stupid hot out um, this morning. No, this afternoon I walked out and I saw the tar on the asphalt coming up a bit, and I was like, yeah, we are we are cooking in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we certainly are. Yeah. yeah. Um, my school's a metal building and our AC went out, so it's nice. been grand. So it's comfy in here then for you. Yes. Woof. I've been, I've been trying to like, I'm like, you know, I'm keeping it like 72 degrees here. Cause I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want to push it too much. Yep. Cause you never know. I don't want to burn out the AC. Like, I don't that's, either. That's crazy talk. So I'm like, no, but yeah, my life has been inside all day. Keep um, all my doors closed downstairs. Mm-hmm. Cause my, one of my in- intakes is at the bottom of the stairwell. Oh, that makes sense. So if it like I leave it open, everything floods downstairs, and that thing just runs all the time. Nice. So, yeah, it's been a pleasant. <laughs> There's been a couple of times I've like had it like set it like 71 upstairs, and it'll hit like I don't know 65 downstairs. It's That's awesome. crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been kind of nice down here. I'm like, oh dude, I'm just staying downstairs all the time. I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. Been pleasant. So but, uh, yeah, I went to Walmart. Okay. Um, I wanted some uh, drumsticks. Uh-huh. Like the ice, ice cream. cream. Ice cream. Okay. With the nuts on top. Okay. The real ones. Yeah. Okay. Right? So, like, I don't... They make them without. That doesn't make any sense they to me. They make them like the cookies and cream now. Which Dude, is weird. The ones with caramel are awesome, too. It, yeah, the, van- the vanilla with caramel inside. I, I like... They have a special one, which is... um, It's like banana split. What? It's yummy, dude. It's totally yummy. Ooh. Yeah, no. So it's really like good. it's like the banana split you'd get at like DQ. See, they put like sorta. Yeah. yeah, it just I don't know. I but love. They weirdly put pineapple on theirs too, and I'm that's not gross. Uh, yeah. No, I mean I understand that, but no, that's not okay. Yeah. I don't know. Bananas just. I'd love banana everything. You know those runts, the banana runts. Oh my gosh, the hard ones. Oh yeah, I could eat those all day long. Runts. Flipping love the banana ones. Huh. No, I'm trying to think of like fake banana, something that I actually enjoy. Laffy Taffy fake banana. Oh, that's good uh, too. No. Really? No. no. I have a really hard time with like fake fruit. Like I can't do fake apple. Like the green apple. Can't do it. Can't do sour apple. No. Because that's not even a real thing, is it? Yeah. Yeah. When I mean, was the, the last cl- time you had an apple that tastes like sour apple? I mean, the closest you can get is like a Granny Smith, but no, you can get like I don't know. Once in a while, I have like. If you have like heirloom trees that have apples on them, sometimes they're super tart. Hmm. Oh, I give them like that. crab apples. No, I like crab apples. Crab apples aren't bad. I've been like digging pears lately. I don't know. I'm just going crazy Dude, I'm with pears. Like, jump on your cherry tree, I beg. 
I think they're all dead now. Aww. You can if you want, though. It's fine. <laughs> but I bought like seven or ten pounds of pears the other day. Pears are bomb. Flipping love pears. You heard them a grilled pear? No, dude. Oh, you did yeah. grilled romaine? Mm-hmm. I have done that before, too. I love grilled romaine hearts. Oh, my uh, gosh. Grilled peaches are bomb, mm-hmm. too. That's a dirty south thing. Oh, yeah. From the Gulf Coast. Grilled pears uh, drizzle it with olive oil, salt, and pepper. Mm. I do grilled pears I can with do that. balsamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that'd be good too. A little one of my favorite summer it. salads too, by the way, is just like watermelon, basil, feta, feta. It's like and balsamic. It yep. is and black pepper. It is bomb. Hmm. I'm not. It's so flipping good. Mm-hmm. So mine's different. It's salad with uh, shredded chicken breast on the top. Okay, that's mixed in with um, Malploy's sweet Asian chili sauce. Okay, I do strawberries chopped up. I do little nuts. We do mm. feta on top of that. Some bell peppers and then a. Um, Raspberry vinaigrette. Sounds delightful. I'm all Dude. about the heirloom tomato fresh mozzarella caprese salad. <laughs> oh, that's a good one too. That's a <laughs> great that's sandwich that's also. Great. Oh my gosh. I mean. Talking about food now. That speaks like, to the Italian I, in me. I skipped lunch and I'm like. Oh, right, Dude, I got right. some, uh, some Easter candy still I'm, somewhere. I'm not eating jelly Find beans it. that are like six months old. They haven't been opened yet. They're still good, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> We're all good. Anyway, um, so I'm at Walmart, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, and I'm leaving because I had to come here to, to record, of course. And I see this dude, and he's all tatted up like crazy, right? He's with his family. Nothing wrong with tattoos. Love it, right? But instantly, I'm thinking the new guy. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, the new guy? The new guy. with um, The guy's got a weird freaking name. Here, let me pull it up real fast. I flip in. It, it's one of I my, see his face. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. He's got a weird name, though. Um, new guy. I can... I'm trying to remember. Multitask here, I promise. Oh, no, the new guy. Like the, he's oh, like yeah, weird yeah, bird-looking yeah. face, dude. DJ right? Qualls. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know so, what you're talking about. So new guy number two. He looks like a bird. Yeah, and new guy number two, right? Um, is there no one? No, sorry. It's number one because they didn't make it number two. Number one, he's at the bar with his girlfriend, and she's riding the freaking, you know, animated the bull, right? Yeah. And then the dishwasher comes out, and he sees a spider in his hand. And he goes, Spiders! He's, he's, he's like spiders and he goes yeah, and he's like, they killed Paco yeah. right? oh, and so that was my like, okay. I was like they killed Paco I just wanted to walk up and be like these spiders you know <laughs> um, I'm not as tatted as he is but you know I just thought it was amazing I was like oh my gosh first thing that hit me DJ Qualls I <laughs> love the guy he he's is a, he's homely he is interesting like usually you want like a really good looking guy what's, yeah. the, what's the other dude that's super ugly that's in all the Adam Sandler movies Oh, um, it's actually Ron Howard's brother. What? Really? Look it up. No. Just look up Ron Howard's brother. Just all you got to do is type that in and like ugly dude pops up and you're like, he's the ugly guy in every movie. What? And then there's Steve Buscemi, of course, but. That's who I was thinking though. Oh, you're thinking of Steve Buscemi? Yeah. Ron Howard's brother is the one that's like super ugly. And he's in everything. Everything. No. Clint Howard. Oh, he is You've seen him in stuff now, right? Like, look, look at him. I'm sorry. All right, if you're listening, if you're listening to us right now, grab your phone or your, your device and type in Ron Howard's brother. Just to pull it. up Clint but, Howard. But First, Tristan's face was priceless in that you gotta, moment. He's gross. I, I had no idea, dude. I think Steve Buscemi's Steve Buscemi's ugly too. Let's not, let's be. They're honest, on the same but, level of ugly, I think. I because uh, first I pulled up Ron Howard so I could see him. Be like, oh yeah, I know who that is, right? Happy Days. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody pull up Ron first, then look at his brother. Clint Howard, man. Like, um, he was just he was typecasted as a child to be ugly child actor. That hurts. <laughs> I mean, he's still worth more than <laughs> Ron. 
Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's 5'7. Oh my gosh. Why are the we poor, not in movies? The poor guy. Man. Hey, Mark Wahlberg, I know you live here now. Come and hang out with us and we'll be in some movies for you. Yeah, I'll be an extra. And I'll play an ugly whatever you want. I don't give a crap. Well, just go send Keith after him. Keith, we'll, make Keith deliver my pizza. Keith, and you're listening. Here. Find him for me. <laughs> and I know he shops at Fred. I'll be I'll be on the boat this week. I'm look. I'll take a look out for him this weekend if I'm Do on that. the boat. Yeah, but I, we can go on the jet ski. Mark, <laughs> Mark, they, they killed Paco. So Mark, and then as I'm driving back, dude, I'm like looking at people in their cars. Right? Yeah, I'm not looking for masks, but I'm not not looking for masks. Right. Dude, they're still out there, man. They're oh, there. man, I had the hardest time today. So, like, <laughs> I'm really starting to, like, have yeah. to stop myself physically to, so that I don't make a face or say, like, nothing comes out of my mouth. I, I understand the fear, right? I get it that some people are totally oh, dude, fear-mongering. I could, I could. And, and they, they delve into that little the pool. I wish they okay. would, like, jump. If you could be that fearful of this whole thing, right? I feel that... They should jump down the rabbit hole of all the conspiracy theories. Yeah. For real, though. But this chick, okay, it was what? It was 100? Oh, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Ish. When? Around Today? two. It was like 100 ish. Oh, yeah. Because it's still 102 outside. But yeah. by herself, nobody around walking her dog in 102 degree heat. And I swear she had two masks on. Walking Probably. her dog on the, did the dog have shoes her on? Her dog had come. No, no shoes on the dog. I would so pull of, over and scream at that lady and be like, why don't you go put your bare hand on the pavement right now, please? So, of course, I got Do irritated it. because I'm a dog mom. Yeah. yeah. Then I got really irritated when I saw what was on her face. I need to, like, filter no, it no, a little no. bit. No, 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 you're good. <laughs> Safe space. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of masks. But, oh, sorry. Or well, mask thing, yeah. whatever. So, met church. Mm. Oh, the story. Oh, the story. Swallowed my gum, right? I was chewing on gum. Swallowed it. Coughed like four times. Like, <coughs> you know, that type of thing, right? It was the stupid swallow. It wasn't like, yeah. Okay. It was like the, you know, you're kind of doing it and then like you don't, you forget what you're doing. And you're like, <coughs> mm-hmm. you know, you've all done it. And mm-hmm. lady in front of me turns around and like shames me. She like, goes, if I wanted COVID, I don't understand why you would be here not wearing a mask. First, was she wearing a mask? No. <laughs> Second, was she sitting six feet away from me? She was like, yeah, a chair in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like, right? And she's like, <clears throat> coughing. I'm going to get cold. And she like got up and left. People, it is allergy season. Yeah, that too. Come on. Well, I mean, Asthma. Yeah. For real. We're going to hit smoke. Guess what happens then? Well. Masks are coming back. Let's be hopeful. It's not that <laughs> yeah, bad, yeah, but, you know. Did you see they tried to ban fireworks? They did in Bonner. They're yep. not they're in banned, Kootenai. They're banned no. here. No, they're, they're banned not. in Post Falls. No, we're Kootenai County. We're fine. The oh. sheriff was yeah. like, nope. So oh, you, really? you can't, yeah. you're not supposed to light fireworks off before the 4th anyway. Uh, People are going to do it. Tell my neighbor that light on borders last night. I was going to say, tell that night. to my, like, my neighbor. No, but seriously, I mean, they're going to do it. That's a good uh, Happy but the second June 30th. Yeah, but the second you tell people to stop, what are they going to do? Do it more. More. Just the dumbest thing ever. I'm not going to lie. I am excited for the firework battles at my aunt's house that pop over your head on the river. They're fun. Yeah. yeah. They really are. I'll, I'm going to admit, though, too, like, I'm kind of, I don't, I'm debating on going, like, to watch the downtown show this year. Bear with me. Okay. Because they didn't have the show last year. Oh, okay. yeah. So they doubled the budget. 
Oh. Did they really? And okay. So they took the budget from last year, and it's also kind of an in memoriam of Hagedo, Dwayne, passing mm-hmm. away. Passed, yeah. So they I guess this year's show is supposed to be. I feel like if you nuts. do go, do it on the water. Yeah. Like I don't go. I actually, actually sit. The last time I went, I actually sat in the parking lot of the courthouse. Oh yeah. And you're yeah. awake, but you could see it just fine. And actually, it goes up over the top, so you can actually sit like two streets off. And it's don't tell your secrets. No, no, nobody. Yeah, okay. All everybody's gonna listen. Don't tell your secrets. Yeah. So last time I went was the year of the craziness. That's when I went. Oh, the shooting. And I was sitting right under the clock tower. Mm. It happened. Mm. Yeah. My with my grandma. Was, my buddy here's, was there when here's he the was better sitting. Question. He, he was like three people away on yeah. the first two shots before he ran. Yeah. Yeah. It was something. And we can't dig into that because no, we can't. <laughs> we can talk off air when, you know, yeah. We really can't dig into that because Lieutenant Dan. Somebody Sorry. kind of closely connected I go to school with. So Oh well, I know I know um we can <laughs> I'll talk off air. Yeah. I can't yeah. say anything. Yeah. This is horrible. Yeah, this is tough. Yeah. So the question is, are you for pro or against guns? Uh Brit? Army child. But nobody knew that yet, okay, so I had to ask w- a question. This is my dad asking this question through me, because he always did. Where is the safety on a gun? It's my hand. Is it? You, is that your final answer? Well. Ryan is correct. <laughs> it's, I'm the con- in it's control. It's between it doesn't your matter. ears. It's between your ears. It's your head. So it's the same answer that I have then. Yeah. Because mm, I control it. That's true. Ish. Like that's. You, I'll give you many I'll of my guns don't partial credit partial credit yeah yeah no like because you're in control that's all that matters yeah, it's the person it's mm-hmm. not, yeah. Yeah. yeah no and like the, the whole gun thing like can we talk about that sure why not safe space <laughs> right we've gone we've gone deeper oh, we've gone yeah. deeper tangents than guns if you could buy a bazooka would you I'd buy an F-15 right now <laughs> gosh that'd be cool <laughs> okay Ryan <laughs> Focus on your four-wheeler first. <laughs> to come and swap in an F-15. <laughs> see, I, I could see people having issues. Like, if somebody wanted to buy a bazooka, what's the purpose? Now. Why not? I could, shall not be infringed. Here's, here's my thought, right? <laughs> see? I would totally love to have an inert one, because they're cool. That'd just be fun to have. I don't Sam. But not, I, I can totally, I, if they wanted to sell it, I get it. But not being able to buy the ammo, I get it also. Because so there's no purpose to I would want to go wolf hunting with a bazooka. That would be freaking awesome. That would be crazy. <laughs> My personal carries the first-gen Smith & Wesson M&P Shield okay. the 9. Not a bad. That's Not my bad choice. Per- yeah. I really would like a 380 just to have. Because what I got. Gun. Well, yeah, I got little hands, okay? Knock you it off. You want to mine? Where is it? My Under favorite. My Alpha? dad. Um... In the. <laughs> Do you know what this is? This is my this is my bug bite. It literally it's like a sock that goes up over your leg, so it's an, it's my ankle carry. Yeah, but I have one of those. I have one of those Dean Adams waist cinchers that you can literally hold two forties and four mags in, and you don't know it's under your t shirt. Really? Yeah, they're pretty legit. I no, I think I have one also. That's my little. Isn't it cute? No, I really it is do. Cute. I'm pretty sure I do. A waist cincher. Yeah. From Dean Adams? Not from Dean Adams. But I was going to say. A little laser. Boop, boop, boop. Very nice. Boop, boop, boop. Laser. My cat loves a laser. 
That's really what I use a gun for. So like, for. Yeah. and then shoot. Because the I mean, cat. I really. You know, like, I've been drinking. Where's the cat at? Oh Luda, <laughs> get over here. But yeah, no, I like this is my little ankle carry. I think it's cute. And do I remember it all the time? No. Oh man, I was watching a. Right. Do you ever, do you ever get down the? Uh, obviously, the YouTube rabbit trails, right? Oh. I love the YouTube rabbit trails. And uh, or the okay, but Instagram so reels. Instagram Reels. Oh, it was Instagram Reels. It wasn't. I'm like, that's a real rabbit hole. I can watch those for hours. I just send I may have sent it to you, but I sent it to one of my buddies who's like a gun up. Um, The guy that was like threatening an Arab and he was like threatening somebody else and like waving a gun around and then all of a sudden shoots himself in the hand. Oh, dude. Have you seen the videos of those dudes? And they're out there and like, it's like a wedding and they're all shooting shotguns in the air and then at the ground. And you're like, what in the hell is going on? (laughs) Who gets that crazy? So the first time, the time I went to Peru, my uncle has a beach house, like right outside of Lima. Mm-hmm. And my dad and I went down there and we went during an election. Oh my Lord. Oh, scary times, right? Yep. And I was like 10. South America election. Yikes. Yeah. And a, mm-hmm. Can you call it an election? I Let's don't be know. real about, yeah, I mean. Honestly, the- I have no idea. It was scary though, and there were gunshots <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like yeah. literally, we were at the farmers market, and there were gunshots going up in the air. No, I mean Fourth of July. <laughs> hey, going back to off, two, off. 2019. <laughs> Ryan. So no, all right. So uh, 15 years ago, probably thereabouts, Fourth of July, we were like having a good time at my buddy's house, and kind of lives outside of Lewiston, kind of on the edge of town, and we're like hanging out. And all of a sudden, like, we're lighting off a little bit of fireworks here and there, just having a good time. And next thing I know, his, like, hammered neighbor is running out the front door of their house with an AK-47 and just just shooting it into the hillside in front of his house. Like, whoa! It's like, all right, I'm going to go home now. He didn't do it with two of them? I'd want to fist that. Yeah, he had an AK and just was like that's That's awesome. Or SKS, but yeah. To answer your thing. question. Oh, yeah. There was this joke when, so my dad passed away when I was like 23. And so mm. he never threw anything away. Okay. Like I'm talking, we found bank statements from 1984 in the garage. Never threw anything away. Anyways. Wow. I know it's ridiculous, but we're cleaning stuff out. And he always made a point to tell me where every single gun in the house was. My mom didn't know. Oh. My mom knew where like two were. And I was like, no, there's one up here. There's one up here. There's one over here. There's one over here. Wait, where's the one that was on top of here? I'm like, mom, we're missing one. Wow. (laughs) He had must have went to put it away in the safe and Mm -hmm. it ended up in a shoebox on top of the safe. God only knows how long it's been there. Right. Uh, So we opened the safe and I'm like, oh, mom, look, it's my toys from my childhood. Because my dad went guard Mm -hmm. when I was little and he used to make me polish his boots and take apart his guns and clean them and put them back together. That's pretty cool. When I was like four and five. So yeah, my kids the cleaning the kits, the OD green cleaning kits. I was like, hey, mom, mm-hmm. it's my toys. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> she didn't. I wish I still had mine. Now I've got like, you know, like civilian style. Oh, don't worry. I have like 26 of them oh, if sweet. you want one. Yeah, hook it up. Okay. I miss mine. She's the one that's Do you need some rucksacks? Oh, yeah. You want like, I got 80 of them in my. In my storage unit. Okay. That's amazing. I even I, have, I literally have my dad's water pack from Desert Storm. So. <laughs> yes. Camel packs are amazing. I Is know. It, no, oh, it's yeah. the backpack, the big desert. Oh, it's the big, big one? Yeah. I oh, take my. it camping. Wow. That's cool. 
<laughs> That's way cool. I have so I, much stuff. So if so you're not listening, this is nerd military Mili- I know. military Sorry. surplus nerd hour. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but anyway, so my point yeah, about seeing yeah. people in the cars was it um you look around and they were like That's a heck of a tangent, <laughs> oh by the way. Yeah, we totally went off. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> We like squirrels here. We know <laughs> the rabbit trail found a mouse trail found like an ant trail. <laughs> but so I'm looking, I'm looking at every car, and there's one person smiling out of every car I pass. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I saw him smiling. I'm like, I start smiling. It just feels good, you know. And I, I think to myself, and I'm like, man, is everybody just pissed off while they drive? Because I enjoy driving. Um, have you driven in? Our traffic lately? Yeah, I'm over yeah, it. It's super hard to not be pissed off lately. No, it's super easy. What I do is I roll the windows down if it's pleasant, and I turn the Little Mermaid soundtrack up really, really loud. That that was you? Yeah, it okay. was me. Okay. If you hear that, it's me. Like, almost every time it's me. Because I'm like, oh, I can't be angry with this on. Who cares? And people around me are like, what is going on? And I'm like, whatever. The other day oh. I did that, but I was blasting the Macarena, and I was, like, driving down the road nice. doing the Macarena. <laughs> that's, see, that's what's going on. See, I usually that's just what you bust need to out, do. Like, the outfield. I'm like screaming, I'll sing along with it. Be like, I don't want to lose your love. I'm like, ah. I could totally. <laughs> I could totally yeah. see you rocking out tonight at the Roxbury. Uh, we did do I, that. Yeah, on did. an episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I actually remember that. Now and that then I, I watched that. it with my boys that night, and then we rocked out to it the next day. And Amazon does not have a night at the Roxbury, the regular version. Did you guys know that? No, I didn't. No. So it's Hadaway. What is love, right? Amazon, oh. get it together. Um. So. Because I was like, dude, I want to hear the original. And when you pull it up, it's like some weird remixed. Oh, I um, have it on my phone. Yeah, what is love? I bought. I, I bought. Now that's too. what I call music deluxe 1990s edition, strictly <laughs> for my drives down uh, to visit my mom. <laughs> that's because it's a epic. dude. That's like an epic flex. It's, it awesome. is literally straight nine hours of music, and it's a twelve-hour drive. So that's awesome. You, you know, you well, it's like that. twelve and a half. I can't what? I mean, you can't beat that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's totally amazing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because I remember I had a few of the Now CDs. It's literally, it's now that's what I call 1990s Deluxe Edition. There's like 99 songs on it. I remember the one I had had Harvey Danger on it. What in the um, heck? I'm trying to remember what was on that album. There's a so bunch of weird random stuff. The, the album's called Saturday Night at the Movies, right? And this is the uh, music from A Night at the Roxbury. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to play this because you, you have Hathaway, to hear this. right? What is love by Hathaway? Yeah. Is that what it that's is? That's who it okay. is, right? And we even talked about Hathaway's newest release, which was garbage. But Ooh. I'm going to play this. I want you to hear this real fast. We're squirreling. Okay? Uh, so for speaking about Hathaway real quick, yep. just an interjection. Have you heard any of Rick Astley's new stuff? Well, he has new stuff? Like he does covers. Oh, oh really? I mean, so when he was big, he had... He had awesome. Like, he had like three really? number one hits when he was big. He does like rock covers and he's legit. Okay, we're going to have to find it then. You um, know who actually does really good rock covers? Z- okay, I love Metallica. Love Metallica. Mm-hmm. The one time I went to a Zach Brown Band concert. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm no, not totally kidding. Awesome. He does awesome. Okay, but they sang Sandman better than Metallica. And, and their Sandman? Yeah, I would say. I think like, musically they're it better It was Metallica. legit. That's cool. Yeah. I dig it. I love it. So listen to this. Okay. You guys know, we know how it's supposed to sound, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what started playing when I was like, hey, Alexa, play night. No, stop that. No. Wait. Dang it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> freaking phones always listen to me all the time. Anyway, I'm going to play this. Hey, wiretap. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and tell me what you guys think. Um, yeah. 
What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. What? Alright, no, no, pause it. No, I can't yet. Hold on. Hey, mom, I want what is love. We have what is love at home. <laughs> it's like, Listen, knocked off. So, this sounds right here. Everything else Not is wrong. really. There's a couple extra beats in there. So, this is what I'm wanting to listen to. That's, and you ordered it off of Wish. Basically, is what I got. <laughs> this, this is not okay. Um, yeah. I couldn't even listen to the rest of it. Like, I was like, uh, I can't, no. Don't blame you. That's, that's crap. It's garbage. That's like. Here's the real one. The differentiation of. Yeah. Yeah. And we know, like, how do you screw this up? I don't know. It's all about now, man. It doesn't make any. 1990s deluxe edition. Uh, it blew up. But I'm telling like, you though, Rick Astley, look it up. His rock covers. Crazy. I still love him. I'm not going to lie, dude. I love the music. I Every like time it. it comes on, I'm rocking. I'm singing along. I'm a stranger to love. Yeah. I really miss like our music. Like, I know we're still technically growing up, but like. I mean, even when, from when we were growing up. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. well, I miss even, my music. Yeah. Yeah. I do miss like 90s. So music yeah. a lot, a lot, mid eighties, late eighties, nineties to the early two thousand, early two thousand, before two thousand and right? eight, yeah, and mm. before two thousand five. Actually, yeah, I'd say, yeah. I'd I mean, say like two thousand six was like the cutoff. Yeah, so I would say like eighty seven, eighty eight to two hundred five, oh six, and that was a great time period for music. So because that was the sixties and seventies though, too. Though. Well, well, they obviously. were great, but I mean that wasn't our our childhood. Yeah. So, so. Well, I don't know how old you are? Oh my yeah, lord! You look I'll be good thirty-one in a Brittany month. was like hanging out in the front yard, listening to "Fortunate Son" on repeat. Like, yeah, <laughs> actually, I was. <laughs> but no, I mean, the, mu- the music was, it was great. The music was great um, because we still had classic music. Was yeah, sure. CCR, ACDC, yeah. all that. Okay, right. but I heard no doubt on a classic rock station the other day. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that no, is not like, okay. Like third Eye Blind on there too. Like it's yeah. like sad. I'm like, like, I'm not old. I'm going to be 31 oh. in a month, but like, I'm not old well, by any means. It's crazy because even, even the hip hop and rap and R&B was so much better back then. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like a million times better. Like Naughty by Nature. Dude, it, it was, and everybody had their own sound because if you didn't, mm-hmm. You were getting torn into, and now oh, yeah. everybody sounds the same. And I'm like, what? Then you we, got, and then you, they, what is this crap? Then they got so. We have to make it a of, safe space. Well, yeah, but then you get so out of sorts with your ability to sound like individual or like everybody mm-hmm. else. Well, and now they, they develop mumble rap because I needed to sound different. And everything's auto tuned. There's an awesome interview with Snoop Dogg about that, and he goes off, and I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, he should. It's just Ice Cube's gone off about it too. Do you remember when Ice T was like a rapper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he started making like TV shows, and now he's yeah, like Law and Order. Yeah, Law and Order. Yeah, but- I used to get in trouble. So when I was staying at my Mima's house, like throughout the week, and I'd have to go to bed when Law and Order came on, and so I'd sit in the doorway and Just watch, to watch it. it. Na, 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 and then I'd get in trouble because I get yeah. caught every time. Dun, 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 and I remember doing dun, that too. Dun, dun. But dude, but now now Ice T is like soft. Yep. And you're like, dude, he was part of NWO. Yeah. Now he would like, murder you. And now he's like, man, I'm going to bust you, but we're gonna, first we're going to talk to... Uh... <laughs> it's my Steve. It's, not... <laughs> it's fairly close. Like, it's, come on. It's not It's not it's far freaking off. weird. Like, because now we've got these yeah. mumble rappers that are just all tatted up and they look stupid, you know, that are not even gangster in any way, shape, or form. And the real gangsters are making kids movies. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about it. This mm-hmm. is true. This is true. Ice Cube? <laughs> you didn't mess with him back in the daddy day. Daddy Daycare. Wasn't he like daddy, not daddy daycare, but. Um, no, are we there yet? Are we there yeah. yet? Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, it's a terrible right? movie. <laughs> but the dude would have murdered you back yeah. in the day. No, legit. Yeah. <laughs> and all of our kids are like, oh, I God, think, you know what I blame that on? You know what I blame the lack of murder on? What? Chris Tucker. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Took it out of him. <laughs> he had to be in Friday and couldn't murder anybody anymore. Bye, Felicia. That was a great movie. I love that movie. That's so good. That's my bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, we, you know, we always talk about um, Terry Crews. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm watching. Um, Are you watching his, his political stuff that he's doing? Not lately, but I need to. I love Terry oh Crews. Oh, my gosh. No, I was watching Training Day. Nice. And I'm like, I forgot he's in here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah. And he's in a couple other movies. I'm trying to remember. He was like in... Uh, What's the one where he was actually like a juggalo that was like, or beating the crap out of a juggalo that, um, it had Cat Williams in it. I'm trying to remember. Oh. And he was like, his, his boyfriend. <laughs> like, I don't remember. Yeah. I totally forgot about I love Terry. Cat Williams, yeah. but I don't remember. Terry Crews. I'm like, Terry Crews used to be like kind of taking anything. And then like, he was in like the remake of American Gladiators, but it wasn't called American Gladiators. That show was freaking epic. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, now, of course, I love I loved the guy now, but still, I'm like, I look at his old stuff. I'm like, oh, man, I like took him for granted. Like, mm-hmm. we all did. <laughs> I'm sorry, Terry Crews. <laughs> so my, uh, my son Christian was talking to me the other day, and he, I don't know what goes on in kids' brains now, but they don't formulate full sentences at all. So he'll be like, he'll be like, hey, dad, um, so Highway 187 or whatever, a random number. And I'll be like, dude, what are we talking about? Like pounds, cash, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> and he was like, he was talking to the, he was, he was like, I bowed a guy to what? And I was like, look, Pootie Tang, stop talking <laughs> to me that way. <laughs> I, a I know exactly what you mean though, because there's somebody that I have to interact with every day, well, mm-hmm. five days a week, I should say. That I literally look at one of my friends and I say, do not. Let that person come my way until I finish this cup of coffee. Yeah. Because I get lost. And like she was trying to explain, I think she was commenting on something. And I was so confused before she even got to the point of the sentence that I almost fell asleep. I mean, like, <laughs> it's so tough because I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're thinking about. And you can't put me in the middle of your story and expect me to know what's going on. So give me it full circle. If you're watching something, I'm not watching it with you. Tell me what the hell's happening so I'm on the same page and I can comment. But it drives me flipping bonkers. I don't know. No, I'm a, Have you seen Pootie Tang, by the way? It's been forever. It's been a long flipping time. Flipping love. I watch it with my kids every maybe two years. Because <laughs> I, I can't get enough of Pootie Tang. Do you ever watch uh, Don't Be Mess, South Central, Drinking Your Juice in the Hood? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the dumbest movies on the planet, and it's I'm okay so with that stuff. They're so dumb, but they're so funny, but so dumb. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. They're like- Speaking of so dumb, um, Dylan and I decided to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, we talked about this last week. Did we? Yeah. Well, he watched Poltergeist the other day also. Yeah. We talked and, about Nightmare on Elm Street. And so and it wasn't scary. You were like, no, not at all. But here's, here's the thing that I noticed. The I entire time, um, I had a scarred childhood by my father. I grew up on Disney. Yeah, me too. And then my dad was in the Navy. I real dad, right? Mm. And he was like, hey, come and visit me. And I'm like, yeah, dad, spend time with dad, right? Because 
I'd see him or hear from him maybe once every two years, right? And he'd be like, here's a stack of VHSs we're going to watch. And it's like RoboCop, Poltergeist, Nightmare on Elm Street, every, every Jace movie. And I'm like, oh my gosh, right? So I got tainted all in one day. It was like, now it's probably like three days worth. I spent a weekend and we just literally watched movies the entire weekend. So first grade, show and tell. Bring your favorite movie. Okay. We had to have a fam- We had to have a parent-teacher conference. <laughs> Why? What was the movie? I brought two. Apocalypse Now. No. <laughs> That'd be epic. Well, it was nineteen ninety six, ninety seven. Okay, keep that in mind. Okay. So I'm. Six, She's all that. I'm six years old. Okay. <clears throat> I show up with one. Well, I show up with Forrest Gump. Cool. And Full Metal Jacket. Nice. That's a military in you. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up with Disney. And Top Gun. So Apocalypse Now <laughs> wasn't too far off. Dude, okay, yeah. but so I want to say the 80s was the best time for military movies. Did you call Teacher Private Snowflake? <laughs> no, I mean, I was six years old. Apparently that's not appropriate for a six-year-old. Whatever. I mean. I didn't know, you know. I'm pretty sure he turned it off in the really bad parts, but like. Oh, you actually had to watch him? No, I. I brought them. Yeah, but did they watch it in class? No, we okay, had to like, like bring them. I was like, oh my lord, now I can see what the issue the bath, is. The bathroom scene. No, but like watching them growing up, I'm pretty sure my dad was like either turned it off during like the really bad parts so I wouldn't yeah. watch it because I don't remember the bad parts like being little. But I definitely was six years old bringing those two movies Private to show piles and tell. unloading on everybody. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's so amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is absolutely amazing. Yeah, my dad was pretty awesome. So, <laughs> so we're watching him though, right? Yeah. And, and I look over at Dylan and most of the time he's just staring at his phone. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, either kids are super desensitized to this crap or they just don't pay attention anymore. And that's why they can't handle watching a movie. That's one or the other. They're so focused on the phone that they don't even get into it. So they can't get scared. There's no point. Like, remember when we were kids, there was no phones. The movie was the entertainment, right? And if your friends were there, it was still the movie. And now they're like, oh, I'm on TikTok or I'm chatting around. I'm, I'm like, dude, what? Focus on the movie. If you want to watch a scary movie, focus. I just feel so bad get sucked for them. In. Like they've had the internet their entire life. And they don't know how to turn a computer off. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this once. Okay. I was like, dude, turn the computer off. And he turns the monitor off. And I'm like, there's a tower. Wait, like he legit didn't. Kids don't know how to turn the freaking computer off. Oh, man. Just goes to sleep. You're They're, like, you do the same thing. Like when your phone freezes and you have to reset it, you turn no, off. No, they ask dad to do that. Control, alt, delete. They don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you grew, how is it that I, we were in the era. I was in the era that computers came out during, right? Yeah. You guys were after me. No, no, I don't remember it coming out. Um, we had the Apple IIe. Like, yeah, but that I was, was little. But like, we I had, played Oregon Trail. I yeah. killed a lot of ox. Yeah, but was your Oregon <laughs> Trail. Was right, here's, here's, the, here's the Oregon Trail <laughs> question though, right? This is how you know if you're what age group you're in. Was your Oregon Trail green and black or was it in color? Both. See, I played it when it was green and black. I played it in elementary school. Yeah, that's me yeah, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, green I and black. Started with green and black. You had like when I was in elementary school. Let's let's yeah. go. <laughs> no, we're not too far off. Like I'm you a little probably, older than you guys. I mean, yeah, I, I am the youngest one, but I'm still in the I played scene. Oregon Trail in like second grade and you like but, spin around with a little rifle thing and shoot your dot. I'm like yeah. I'm so confused. Like, how do kids nowadays who grew up with all this technology not know how to use it? And why is it kids nowadays will get online to ask a question on Facebook when they could easily Google that question and get the answer immediately? I did that today, though. Do you remember encyclopedias? 
Of course, we had them all. I know. The Britannicas. Like, they don't even know what they are. You know what's even more insane is that if you look at the encyclopedias, the information is different what than we have now. What are you laughing at? This episode is turning into old men yelling <laughs> on the front yeah. yard. Hey, I'm not a man. Okay. I identify <laughs> as a woman. <laughs> he, her, she, her. Oh, gosh. Dang it. He, don't he, go he, there. Hey. Stop. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe we shouldn't go down this yeah, rabbit the hole. Sun is we're racist, gonna change, by the sun We're going to change this subject. Mine is man, man. Oh. Mine's no. I'm a she. Her. Nice. I don't, I didn't know that there were like 28 different things. It really confused me. I'm really confused by it. We probably I'm, should not go down so this here's, here's my one thing, okay? <laughs> the they, thems. <laughs> Z. No, the, the they, them, they, thems, right? I can't identify as multiple. No. So I think you're it's, not more than one person. Unless it you have is split personality. So like it's impossible person, yeah. to be a they, them. Yes, because technically it's impossible. Singular. So, I mean, technically, what are those twins? The conjoined? They, that could be, be a, they. a they. Yeah. The ones that, uh, Dr. What's yeah. his face? Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Yeah. Separated. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's great. Have you seen his story? I love Ben Carson. Have you seen his story? Yeah, it's awesome. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. Um, no. So I'll, if we're going to stay on this one tangent for briefly, because <laughs> then we're going to go to commercial, I believe at this and then we'll actually start, yeah, start, start talking about what we're supposed to talk about. Um, <laughs> if you didn't see this week, hmm. the sun is racist. Yes. I saw your Facebook post, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was. I posted it all so because bad. it was humorous. Thank you, Seattle so, Times. Yeah. So, it's like you've got. Why can't we just stop? So, like, yeah. I mean, they they could have rephrased that to make it yeah. make a little more sense because the that, article made sense. Yes, yes. In high urban, density in places with brick and asphalt are tend to be hotter. They tend to be warmer. Yes. Yes. However, then, comma people only read headlines. I know. Yeah. And, and how it's all about fear mongering. Yeah. And how. You know, it's like, you know, somebody actually like messaged me back and they may listen to this. I don't know. Oh, really? They messaged me back about it. And I'm like, dude, it's a city planning issue. It's not racism. Well, city planners historically were racist. And I'm like, show me one law. Okay. Show me one law that requires somebody to live where they live. So I watched this video with Michael Jai White. Do you know who that is? Yeah. It's yeah. Urkel. I think so. It's Urkel. Okay. No, it's not Urkel. Isn't it? That's Jaleel, sorry. Oh, what? Right. Or, I'm like, I don't know. Michael Jai White. <clears throat> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Michael Jai White. Do I know him? Like, would I know he him? He was in a DMX movie. Um, a couple of them. He was, if you watched Spawn back in the day, he yeah. was he was the guy that played Spawn. I, okay. Um, Michael Jai White, he's an amazing <laughs> martial artist. He's, he's, he's very black. That's what I call darkies. What? That, that's my crazy. My buddy Andre and I, we would talk all the time. And, and Andre would, would discuss the level of blackness he is. And Andre's like, oh, Michael Jai White's kind of a BA, dude. Oh, dude, he's he's yeah. totally a badass. Yeah. Like, no, he is. He is a ba- amazing martial artist, right? Yeah. Anyway, so Andre and I would discuss, you know, blackness, whatever, because I got my ghetto pass way back in the day, especially being in the army. I, of course, I passed the test. Yes, he there is a test. He agreed to fight Mike Tyson. He, dude, he's not, he does not play games. Anyway, and, and there's, Andre says there's a level of, first of all, there is no African-American because most people came from England anyway, mm-hmm. and they speak English better than we do, which is crazy, right? Unless you're from Africa, and there's a lot of white African Americans, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of white people in Africa, right? Legitimately mm-hmm. born there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he's Africa like, he's like on level of, of blackness, you've got your, your mocha chocolates, right? That's who Kanye likes. 
I like I like them too. I'm not going to lie. I like a nice, good tan, you know, mocha chocolate. Um, and then there's your oopity jumping up and down. It's a spear level. And I'm like, wow, you know, that, and varying degrees in between. But I thought it was humorous because, you know, like when we, when we stop focusing on being like upset about everything, that's where good conversations happen. Anyway, Michael Jai White, very dark, right? And he's talking, he goes, and well, after this, we'll have to, the, we'll have to take a break. Yeah. But he's like, he's talking to these, um, these, I guess it was a white group of people trying to prove racism. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they were like, look, it, you, it's racist because black people are, are poor. And he goes, he goes, wait, so there's no white poor people. And they're like, Oh yeah, there's white poor people. And he, he was like, okay. He said, so, so black poor people in, in communities that are underprivileged, typically they don't have as much monetary value. They, they do worse in school. Yes. And they go, yeah. And he goes, okay. Are there white people in trailer parks that don't make much money that do poor in school also? And they were like, yes. And they paused and he looks around. He goes, he goes, okay. So he goes, all right, are there rich black people? Mm-hmm. And they were like, yes. And he goes, and there's rich white people. Of course. They're like, yeah. And he goes, okay, do the rich black people steal from other rich black people? And they were like, no. And he goes, okay. So it's not a racist thing. It's based on your living situation and, and, and it's equal across the board. And they were like, uh, and there was like a 40 minute long conversation here with these people about it. And he was like, they were so ignorant that they wanted to keep trying to prove it. And you can't, it's based on, it's not systemic. It's based on how you live and how you grew up. Yeah. And anybody can get out of it. I just have a really hard problem. Like Ben Carson. I just (laughs) have prime example. Oh my gosh. I have a really hard time with it, especially because it's so in your face nowadays. It's like, okay, I was raised, I went to school, I went to private school. Mm Mm-hmm. Until I was in junior high. I went to school with people from the Middle East. I went to school with black people. I went to school with Asian people. I, one of my best friends was Korean. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't know anything. Yeah. You know? And we're supposedly, like, I'm Inherently you know? racist. Yeah. 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 And you're like, you they're just to, my friends. Exactly. <clears throat> if, yeah. you, if you yourself have to put a color in front of it, you're the problem. Yeah. So, Junior called me yesterday. I'm... <laughs> I'm junior Hispanic. You all know that. Um, And he calls me. He goes, he goes, brother, I need to, we need to talk now. And I'm like, Oh, hot and heavy. Let's do this. Right. I love it. Um, And he's, he's like, I just got called by this guy who wanted to sell me insurance. And I told him, no, I don't need the insurance. My brother sells insurance and we've already checked. Cool. Right. And we did. We'd literally like less Mm -hmm. than a month ago, we checked. And this guy, starts going off on junior and he goes, quote, you don't want to buy from me because I'm black. Isn't it? Oh my God. And junior's like, cause I can see you through the phone, Bowie. And junior, junior <laughs> automatically, oh. junior's a Marine. I'll ask. After, so now junior, I'll ask after junior's cause I super have, pissed I have off. Right. On, I know. I, I might know. Who I don't is. know who it is, but whatever. It's some, some yeah. company. And junior's like, look, okay. first of all, I told you my brother sells insurance. I've already checked. I don't know how you got my name or my address or anything. I don't need insurance at this time. And I've told you already, this has nothing to do with race. I'm Hispanic. Right. And the guy starts calling him bad names, bad racial profiling. What? Names, right. Yeah. I'd report yeah. that. So junior, DIY, man, yeah. being, get so that guy's name, junior being a Marine and anybody emotionally in a situation would be emotionally <laughs> charged enough to say whatever the hell back. 
I would have gone to town on this guy. Oh yeah. Right. And apparently I guess the people in the background are like talking to this guy going like, dude, you can't say that to clients. You cannot, that's not how it works. And so they got on and started apologizing and Junior's like, man, I'm sorry. I made the, the slur I did, but the dude is being bad and like going off. Right. Cause Junior's got a good heart. Yeah. And you don't, but you don't mess with him because he will mess you up. He's that yeah, guy. Absolutely. Marines are their own, you oh. know, oh, I have a lot of Marine brothers and they're their own. So, so one so. more thing before we go to commercial. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Junior comes over last night. Right. And we're all sitting down. We're watching monster hunt, right. Or hunter uh-huh. or whatever it is. With yeah. it was, it was all right. Based on the card, uh, the, the video game. <laughs> and my son Dylan goes, uncle Junior, you want dessert? And Junior goes, yeah. And he goes, cool. The crayons are right over there. <laughs> and with that, we'll go to commercial break. And we are back. We are back. Yep. And, Brittany's uh, still here. Yeah. There's a reason Brittany's in here today other than just Hello. there you go. <laughs> talking about absolutely freaking nothing. Our for banter is minutes. fun though. I know. We really enjoy this part. This that was the, not 44 <laughs> minutes, was it? Yeah, it, it really was. was. Oh, boy. Yeah, we did awesome. <laughs> so anyway, so we... This usually happens. Talking about ice cream cones. I don't know if we ever actually finished like the ice cream cone We thing, squirreled a lot. Yeah. Next time we should eat um, one while we're talking about so it. Today's on live. To- yeah. So today's topic <laughs> could have been going live. And I've actually figured out that if we go live off of your phone, if it's connected to your Bluetooth, it should work with our microphones. Interesting. I talked to one of my buddies. It's just FYI. Um, okay. Anyways, we could test it. Sometime. So but today's anyway. episode. Yeah, we're talking about narcissism. And overcoming it sort of. Is, um, so the reason I brought Brittany in here is that she's got a an interesting story that we've kind of, like her and I have talked about, obviously, yeah. listeners and aren't familiar with it. Um, you know, it's kind of the, the situation that you were on the same end of like what my. I'm basically like your kid, but 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And well, 25 years ago. Um, I mean, obviously being raised in a military family or military dad, just kind of go through. Well, let's, so she, your mother left. Is that what happened? Mm-hmm. Was disowned? I'm going to be happened. sugar-coated candid. How about that? Sure. Yeah, whatever okay. you want. It's okay. Yeah. So but let's, let's get long to of the short of the long. Yeah. yeah. Short of the long. So my dad deployed I think it was the day after my first birthday for Desert okay. Storm. Um, was it Storm or Shield back then? 1990, you know. it was Storm. Okay. August, so it was Storm. I think Storm had just started. Shield, Shield was first, and then they were like, nope, we're changing it. Well, he went to Shield, came back, and went to Storm. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, so um, he had deployed, and they were married, and <gasps> somewhere good. in that time mm-hmm. frame... <clears throat> Um, she didn't dear John up, did she? Well, <laughs> or was it worse? It was worse. Oh goodness. Um, okay. so typical, she was, she was young when she got married. Okay. Yep. Um, most military wives are, she was 21. She got married 22 and she had me. Oh, she was young. She was young. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's st- that statistic. Mm-hmm. Usually you're, if your narcissist doesn't come out till you're, 20, yeah, 20s. True. Well, yeah. also you have kids and you tend to freeze. Well, your hormones are all yeah. screwed up. It's, you know, we've, yeah. Any so, military brothers out there, you all know what she's talking about. Yeah. Like <laughs> so, the barracks wives. Basically what happened. That should be a TV show. Sorry. <laughs> should be, be amazing. Be I don't than, think it'd be allowed on network TV, but. <laughs> let's see. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. So yeah. I don't know how long it was. I was clearly a baby. Mm-hmm. But in the time of his deployment, she had. 
started seeing someone else. Um, is he military also? He was military. Well, of course he was. Different Freaking. branch. Oh, different of branch. So she used to work on a Air Force base. And Those met him there. Chair Force. He was Air Force. My dad was Army. So some. So she downgraded. <laughs> it gets better. Okay. Just wait. Sorry. Because she went for the no, Navy. If you're in the Air Force, she I don't mean to na- offend you. I'm sorry. She went for the Navy Coast Guard next. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. She's pretty much been with every branch of military. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Um, <laughs> We're whispering now. I'm like, mm, let's keep it quiet. Everybody. <laughs> trying to keep my it's anger. composure. <laughs> I don't, I don't really, I wouldn't say I'm angry about it anymore. Okay. It hurts just, though. It's yeah. like a WTF. Like, seriously? I totally can resonate with that. Yeah. It's, Absolutely. it's like a, yeah. are you serious? Like, it's so ridiculous because, that it's hard to tell. So we're going to, yeah. yeah. so she is a young military wife. So she starts dating this dude. Goes into, yep. Cause your husband, father then goes into play. gets yep. engaged oh. to this dude. While she's married. Dad still. comes home. Well, so I actually found his Desert Storm journal like a few years back mm-hmm. in a bunch of boxes. That was hard to read. Wow. Civilians should not read military journals. Well, I read it. That's the whole shebang. Holy crap. I read it. I'm surprised you're not freaking in a mental asylum or tweaking a little because uh, they're not easy to read. Like, Well, he re- he kept it for after he came back, too. Okay. So... She started getting distant. He he wrote her and she wasn't responding. She Every day, quit. Right? She quit writing. She quit sending him pictures. She quit responding. He was like, "What's going on?" basically. And uh so he comes home. She's late picking him up from the airport. Mm. Like hours. Like he literally had random people coming up to him asking him if he needed a ride. Picks him up in his car, packed full of his stuff. Drops mm. him off in a Carl's Jr. parking lot and gets into her new fiance's car. Okay, so this airman obviously has, or whoever this one is, do they not know military law? It gets better. Okay. What a rabbit. Keep going. I'm going <laughs> to kick my legs up here because, uh, so, oh my gosh. In the middle of all of that, mm-hmm. she had drained his bank account. He had 36 cents in his bank account when he got home. That happens a lot, Yeah. Racked up every single one of his credit cards, took out extra credit cards in his name, got evicted out of the house, and he had no idea where I was. On post housing or not? No. Okay. Um, there wasn't an army post where we were at, and he was guard. So. Okay. Um, but he had no idea where I was at. Okay. So he's like, literal, what the fuck? <laughs> you yeah. know? He has nowhere to go. He has no money. She hadn't even been paying his, his blazer payments. Like, okay. you know, a couple of days later, finds me, figures, like, she had dropped me off. So Amanda was an Air Force wife, and she was my daycare provider. Okay. So she had dropped me off at Amanda's house. And she did this all the time. She would So Amanda me didn't off. think anything weird about it. She was like, oh, okay. Well, no, like... By all the time, I mean, like, she would drop me off with a diaper, no food, one bottle, and take off her days. Because her boyfriends were more important than her kid. Mm. You see the narcissism starting to come Mm. out? Like, the, it it just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he he found me. Everything was good. Um, 
And then a couple months later, so I guess she somehow tried to marry this guy, but, like, she wasn't divorced. So clearly, like, that didn't happen, right? Yeah. (laughs) So divorce is final. I'm 18 months old. Um, He had some serious PTSD. Your dad or the other guy? My dad from Desert Storm. Yep. Had some serious PTSD, had a lot of health problems. He had, he actually what, had. What did he do in the military? He. What was his MOS? Do you know? He was an MP. Oh. Um, <laughs> what I can say versus what I know are two different things. Okay. Yeah. Um, he did a lot of vehicle inspections and because of that, he got depleted uranium poisoning because when they were hosing down Humvees, the mm-hmm. chemicals in his boots, he actually passed away of depleted uranium poisoning. Wow. They denied him his test for 20 some odd years and he died one week to the date of his testing. Of course. Yeah. Cause that's what happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Anyways. Um, rabbit hole again. Yeah. Where were we at? <laughs> so 18 divorce. months, she tries to get married. Oh yeah. We're D- at divorce. divorce now. Yeah. So <clears throat> she is still with this guy. Um, divorce is finally final. I'm 18 months old. And my dad almost this. So one day my mother left me in his care, in the guy's care. Oh. And I was fussy. Okay. I don't think you know this part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't stop crying. That happens, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm a baby, tend to, tend right? To, tend to do that. Yeah. Uh, so his bright idea was to burn me with an iron because that was to make me shut up. It's really smart how um, you would think that pain would make something shut up. Yeah. Mm, he's a bright one. So okay. I, he burned me on the butt with an iron, well, like a pressing clothes yeah. iron. And then she hit it and tried to pass it off as diaper rash. Okay. And Amanda found it and took me to the um, on-base hospital because we were, yeah. Yeah. And I had third-degree burns. It was not diaper rash. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then all whole bunch of stuff happened, civil court, court martial because he was Air Force, yeah, big shebang. He actually got sent to Leavenworth. Like, yeah, that's big not, shebang. That's not a game. That- yeah. So my dad, this happens. So first divorce. Well, first the whole airport, then the cheating, then the divorce. Now this, and my dad also has PTSD that he's mm-hmm. trying to deal with. He literally had him in his sights one day. I I hope any father would. Yes, I, I know what you're saying you know, I, like, without I, saying it. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to say it, but I'm like, oh gosh, I can't say it. But you know what yes. I mean? The yeah. only reason it didn't happen is because my dad's best friend, my uncle Ev, talked him out of it. He was in the bushes. Mm-hmm. And he was having a moment, PTSD moment, on top of everything else. Yeah. And he wouldn't have, I mean. You know? So it's that's kind of what he can't, fault him. like okay. that's, yeah, I can't fault him either. Like don't mess with my family. You know what I mean? Let alone. Yeah. So and what happens to your mom? So I get taken away from her. Good. Okay. Again. <laughs> In custody of your father though. In custody of my father. Cause he's home. Um, 
I actually found I and I remember like I got court ordered therapy and I wouldn't talk for like two years. I didn't talk like I went mute. Yep. And trauma does that a lot. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't remember a lot because I was really young, but I remember like it was a big deal if I talked in therapy. Like I got to go to Wienerschnitzel afterwards and get a hot dog. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Sweet. And um, where were you guys? Wienerschnitzel? Yeah. Where was that at? Um, back then we were in Sacramento, California. Okay, cool. That makes yeah. sense. And then, so she, so I get, t- I got taken away from her. CPS got involved. Um, and then she had like a supervised visitation mm-hmm. while her supervisor visitation was supposed to be her mother, my grandmother, who some behaviors are learned. Mm-hmm. So then the next abuse case was against her. And I wasn't allowed to, I, my grandmother had to have supervised visitation with me because I got taken away by CPS again. And it was just a, a shell. It was just, Good yeah, Lord. it was a mess. So my dad, basically like it was just domino after domino after domino. And he never actually officially got to deal with his PTSD until I was in high school. Because they were dealing with you. Because they were dealing the with me. And it was a custody issue. Like, the yep. whole thing, I was yeah. back and forth. My dad had primary <laughs> custody. Well, there's PTSD involved in that itself, too. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I can tell you, like, my, my, you know yeah, my situation. Yeah, I know your like, situation. Like, you go through a, a two-year court battle or multi-year, like, with your, what your dad. I couldn't imagine, like, the stress. Yeah. It'd be unbelievable. And I didn't. He handled it. I don't know how he handled it because... He had to. I didn't know it was stressful. Mm-hmm. No. I never but, knew that there was a financial struggle. I never knew that he was stressed out. I never, I didn't know. We went fishing a lot. I thought it just like to go fishing. It, no, we went fishing so we could have dinner, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I had no clue. That's the best mm-hmm. part of being a kid. That was. Yeah. And he sheltered me from it as much as he could because he was like, you don't need to. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's like, you don't need to, this isn't for you to know. And I'm very thankful that he did. Cause you're normal. Cause I'm, well, I wouldn't say normal, but I'm <laughs> on you're, the spectrum. <laughs> you're, okay. you're a very strong person though. So yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. It's amazing to see the, nobody really thinks about the sins of the father. Right. And they talk about it being passed down through generation to generation. It's a real thing. And most people are like, well, that's that. No, no. Yeah. You, your, if your parent doesn't break that cycle, it'll continue on forever. Yeah. And he, his dad died really young and my grandma is, she's a battle axe. Like that woman, she can pretty much handle anything. Mm -hmm. Her husband wasn't the nicest, you know, growing up. But so I don't know how he, he definitely broke that cycle because. That's good. Well, I mean, the fact that you were taken away from your mother. Several broke times. the cycle. Yeah. Because Several if you would have stayed there, you probably would have turned out like her almost. Honestly, if it wasn't for my dad, I don't know if I'd still be alive. Yeah. Like if I had to live through all of that my whole life, I don't know. Your dad's yeah. a stud. He is. I'll put that out there. Legit. Yeah. Okay. So how was it being raised by, by the single dad? Single PTSD soldier boy. It was great. <laughs> I was like, it's so funny. So 
My dad actually took a class for single dads just so what? he could learn how to braid my hair. Oh, that's awesome. And the braid was horrible, but he learned. Like, he tried. Okay. He made a valid effort. I was a pageant kid. I was in, I did, like, ads for wine stocks and Macy's. I hated it, but I did it. Because in my normal time, I was like, Oshkosh be gosh and red roper boots, you know? Yep. And I still have red cowboy boots, but um, I don't know. I was raised by my dad. I had, like, 13 boy cousins. Like, we're all close, you know? That's really cool. And Ryan's one of my best friends. Shows you I just get along better with dudes. <laughs> I was pit crew for our auto club in high school. Like, I don't know, <laughs> raised goats. So like, I think it's easier to be friends with the opposite sex mm -hmm. because there's like zero competition issues. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sure. And that's it. I, I mean, mean like, we talk food, but that's different. Well, I mean, <laughs> nothing wrong with food. No, but I, no, I get what you're talking about though. As far as like, there's not the, especially adolescent males. Yeah. Uh, it, the competition between the gender thing, like you're trying to, both trying to land the same girl. Like, I mean, yeah, no. I mean, how many times do you both like think the same chick was hot and then it becomes a, it subconsciously became a competition well, and it's, between it's two funny of too. Cause like all Ryan will be like, yeah, I have a date. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> am I going to like her? Like, that's usually <laughs> one of my first questions. And he's like, mm -hmm. he prefaces it now. He's like, I think you like her. Da, 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 da. But like, that's just, I don't know. Cause I just relate. I'm like, is she yeah. cool? Is she weird? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and that's just how I am with all of my friends now. And I think it's because I was, I was raised, I'm very direct, adopt and overcome. Like, yep. you got to be a bouncy ball. <laughs> my life is, I've definitely been a bouncy ball. But mm -hmm. I, if it like wasn't for him, like teaching me that growing up, I don't think. Mm. And like, I, she, so I call her my egg donor. Because she is. I mean. That's it. You know, I was, our custody battle, I kept going, it was my whole life. And like, it really changed when finally, because I, eventually she got custody 50-50 and we did the whole back and forth and it was a disaster. I hated it. And at eight, I was like, I want to live with you full time. And I wasn't allowed to in California. I had to be 12. Yep. You know, and so at 11, um, we entered in court again. And he got me full time, but I had to visit her once a month. And that sucked. Did she ever accept what she did? Did she ever apologize? For oh, anything? no, it's my fault. I'm the devil. Are you kidding? Mm. Everything's so my fault. Why the you having to see her if she didn't care? Like did in court did they did she even say that or was she trying to be the good mom in court? It's all about the show. That's what I thought. It's all about the show. Yeah. So she <laughs> when I was twelve, she was on husband number three. Ooh, husband number three. Military he, or not. He was a Marine. So okay. Oh, it she, gets hold on. He was a 06 in the Marine Corps. Yeah. He was brass? He was Colonel. What? <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> he was all about the show as well. Okay. And he thought civilian fights would wait for him. And he literally, like, we had to go down to Pendleton one time. And uh, we stayed at that naval bay. Don't remember the name of it. Um, well, if you're talking about 
In San, in San Diego? Diego? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, it's an airport. Loma Linda. Loma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, my dad's there. I always forget. You know what I, I mean. Yeah, yeah. By Point Loma. I've been there a million yeah. times. Yes. So, you know, we're, we're staying at the Naval Base in the, like, hotel area. He was like, here, let's go for a walk. And so, like, all of us go for a walk. He straight up walks. There's a submarine that literally just came on. Mm-hmm. Came in. And he walks right onto the, the submarine. And next thing I know, we're in a torpedo room. And I'm, like, looking in the scope. That's cool. Yeah. But like, that was his mentality. He was like, I don't care. I'm a colonel. Yeah. Yeah. I it just, was great. Uh, and then he decided to run for like some local office or whatever. And so I had already moved. I moved like six, five hours, six hours north. Mm-hmm. So I was up in the Redwoods and pretty isolated little country town. And uh, I was up there with my dad. And so we'd have to do the meet in the middle. Which didn't, wasn't ever the middle. It was meet three quarters and a quarter. Um, it's you know? always that way. Yeah. yeah. And then it started to just be cheaper to fly me back and forth. So she would just pick me up at the airport mm-hmm. when she was on time. Or if she would send somebody would be, for yeah. me. Um, and so he was running for some office. I don't remember. Like, I think it was like supervisor or something. And I was miserable. I did not want to go. I would get there and there'd be literally no point of me going to visit. I didn't understand why I was there because I wasn't doing anything unless there was a political event to go to. And then it was, you have to wear this and you have to smile and you have to act like we're a big, happy family. Yeah. And I, was that's like, how you get in. I was like, I don't even live here. <laughs> wow. It was all about the show and keeping up with the Joneses and. So your mom never accepts responsibility. She probably has never accepted responsibility for any of her marriages either, right? I think she's only been married. She might have gotten married again. I don't know. absolutely a barracks bunny. That's the only way to put that. I I don't know. I mean, it... I think she got married again. Should I not say that? But she always had... She always had a boyfriend before... Like when her and her husband hadn't even separated yet, because I remember like my brother's She's got dad. Next lined oh up. yeah, yeah. I always my, had to have next lined up for you make a move. My brother, yeah. And if you ever and like you, you obviously you don't know, but like any situation you're in around a narcissist, usually they have when they're done with yeah. you, they've already got next lined up. And not only that, but like with my brother's dad, I met the dudes because she had multiple mm-hmm. before. <laughs> Yeah. She'd even gotten him out of the house, and then like she was hor- like the way she got him out of the house, she had to make like get him arrested and fake an abuse case to get him out of the house. That is so freaking common. Like, yeah, it's just. And yeah. anytime, and anytime the narcissist comes back, it's usually amplified times ten. Oh, like the reactions, yeah. like the con- and it's confrontation mm-hmm. instantaneous, instant, and it's from like zero to eleven, like just crank it, yeah. Dude, that just—it is really hard for me to like even understand that. Like the next concept blows my mind away. Yeah, I'm like, I'm okay being alone. I love being like, I love being alone, right? But and, you have to but, feed. But man. like, not only that, but like, I remember she was a dispatcher at the time, and there was like a officer in the comm center that she introduced me to. Work husband? No, like this is somebody I want to date. Introduced me to like, yeah, work husband. Out. That's what it is because you got the work wife and, then and the work next, husband. And then like yeah. the next day, I met the Somebody guy, else. the other guy 
And that's the one she ended up marrying, husband number three. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and, like, it was just, like, constant. But then, like, I don't know. And then so, it was my fault that she got divorced from my brother's dad somehow. So in all of this, like, how was your dad, like, helping? Was he, like, helping you walk through it, too? Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, what, what was his, what was his role or what did he, how did he react or how did he like he kept life normal because life was not normal whatsoever in that household he kept life as normal as he could like consistent consistent um and like he wasn't in the best situation himself like financially but I had no idea yeah. we had roommates so like it was him and Al two single dads work for the <laughs> same company both had daughters you know like yeah that's pretty cool it was pretty cool like. Mm-hmm. We'd go on bike rides. We'd go fishing. Like he tried friend. to, he tried to normalize it like as much as possible. And I got mad respect for that, though. Yeah, yeah. like doing I doing what needs to be done. Literally had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Because he filtered. Like, when did you figure it out? Oh, probably like two years later. Like, but like actually, really yeah. figure it out. Like, when did you figure out your mom was was a narcissist? 17 years, um, September 3rd, 2007 at 5.36 p.m. <laughs> Can, what happened at that point in time in life that you, wow. So, um. <laughs> no, when you, when you, when you know, though, you know the day. Like, you, you know, do, you know. Like, it, I remember the minute. Um, so I was flying back and forth. Okay. And it was my senior year. I was 17 years old. I had just turned 17. It was the f- school just started. It was Labor Day weekend, September 3rd. Um, I had to fly home a day early because she had a party to go to the next day. She didn't want to miss it. And my visit, my court ordered visit was a inconvenience to her. So I flew home a day early. Right. Mm-hmm. And my brother was, I don't know. How old was my brother? I was 17. He was probably 10 ish. 11. And was he living know. with her full time? No, he also was primarily raised by his dad. Already then. I mean, man. he had more time with her than I did, but probably had a kind yeah, of which was really funny. Probably could have had a worse dad. I don't know. Like, I mean, I think you're. But it was really funny because his dad and my dad became best friends, <laughs> <laughs> and that pissed her off. That's. It's funny though. I know a yeah. situation like that going on with one of my buddies. It's actually yeah. really cool. It's actually it kind really of cool. it's kind of I mean, common nowadays that, too. Like, it's pretty cool. Makes but, you a bigger family. Yeah, yeah, but in like in all reality, like she talked mad smack about my dad they to like, do. you know, and Kevin was like, you know, and then afterwards, Kevin started seeing the pattern because there's always that pattern with a narcissist. It's it's maybe a different situation, but it's the same thing. It just a different itself. way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And so he he was like, oh, she's doing the same thing to me, basically. And so they became friends and like. My dad would pick my brother up from school if Kevin couldn't make it or he would Kevin would pick me up or, you know, we'd go out on the boat together and whatnot. And like to this day, I still call Kevin my stepdad. Like he'll be at my wedding. He drove six hours to my dad's funeral. Like that's really cool. Like it was cool. He spoke at my dad's funeral. Like Mm. not many people would do that in that situation. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, it's it's funny in all of this is that you look at the act of the individual, the narcissist, right? Usually though, like usually they, most of the time, I know there's the exceptions of like the guy that abused you and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's crazy when you talk to like, like people that have been with the narcissist, they usually choose the right people. Yeah. Well, and I think they they choose good people to take advantage of. They do. 
And I had a preview, like to go back to your question, I had a preview of it when mm-hmm. I was, I was like 15 turned to 16. My grandpa passed away. Okay. And that was her dad. But like we were, he was my person. Like my dad was my person, but like my grandpa and my dad were my people, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, we talked every single day. He passed away of cancer. It was not awesome. It sucked. Death never is. <laughs> I mean, really. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. he had beat it and then it came back and it sucked. But we're at the funeral and we're walking in and she's at the door. They didn't talk. They did not speak. She hated him because he was so horrible. She was wanting to make it about her. She's sitting at the door. I'm the daughter. She wanted all that attention. She wanted all the attention. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's weird. But, like, I didn't know she was a narcissist. I, this was, like, my preview into this, right? Mm-hmm. And my, she didn't like that whole side of the family. They were the devil. She was the black sheep. But you know? she wanted the attention. But she wanted the it. attention. So my yeah. great-grandma kind of put her foot down and was like, mm, you can sit back here, but you're not sitting up here. You know, at the service. Yeah. The Catholic Church were in the first couple pews. Mm-hmm. So she tries to make me sit with her. Well, my parents, are, my parents meaning, like, my stepmom and my dad, because my dad got remarried when I was 12. Yep. Stepmom's a saint. That's my mama. <laughs> She's not my stepmom. She's my mama. She's your mom, yep. Like, I got a mom when I was 12, <laughs> you That's know? Cool. Um, but so, like, they were sitting in front of her, <laughs> and she tried to force me to sit back with her, and I was like, no, I'm going to go sit next to great grandma like I'm supposed to. Yeah. You know? And then at the fun- at the reception, she's like drinking like nobody's business, and she's literally like causing a ruckus with one cousin she had like and she made her work friends come to it with her because she didn't have anybody there this is like a really bad movie it is a really bad movie i mean it's usually how it works so when you like online stuff like yeah but like my we got invited because like i'm italian and portuguese yeah my dad's italian my mother was portuguese that's why you love food so much and that's why i'm like here let me feed you don't piss me off you know like you know what I mean? I'm Italian, yeah. yeah. And, garlic uh, bread goes with every meal, by the way. <laughs> if you're truly done, garlic bread will go with every meal. It doesn't yes. matter what it is. Tacos, garlic bread. Yep. Perfect. Portuguese are the same way with garlic, but yeah. Spaniard here also. Yeah. Basque. Mm, nice. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we're at the reception. So like my dad. snowstorm sitting over here. It <laughs> is. It is. My dad used to get invited to the family reunions mm. and she didn't. I've been there. Wow. And so, like, literally, like, my dad and my and my mama and my grandma and I would all go. So, like, mm-hmm. my dad's mom would go to the Portuguese side. And the, and my my Uncle John, he made this huge slideshow for the reception. Uh-huh. And there's all these pictures showing. And here's the family reunion pictures of my grandpa holding the Portuguese flag and my dad holding the American flag. And, like, it says Brandis Family Reunion. Nice. And she sees it and she loses her damn mind. Mm. She literally chases them. We're at a country club, my <laughs> glorious country club. So it's pretty, you know, bougie. Mm-hmm. And she chases them like a mad woman out the door and is literally like saying obscenities to them, yelling. And my dad just, and my dad and my mom just keep walking. They're just like, wow. Good. She didn't know that I was standing right behind her. And wow. I saw the entire thing, and I just looked at her. I remember I looked at her because she saw me, and she went, oh. And I looked at her, and I said, 
wow, really? And I went, like, I walked to the truck. I didn't say bye or anything. That's So that was my preview. But, like, the day that I realized she was a narcissist, my brother was young. He had preteen hormones, you know. He's probably said a smart-ass comment or something, got in trouble. Mm-hmm. And she called him a mistake in the car. Mm. And I got pissed. And she had this brand-new Lexus. And her big thing was, don't slam the door. So you have to hit the button for the lift gate to go down, right? Of course. So I got my bag out of the car and I slammed the door so hard at the drop off. And I Mm -hmm. flew home and I walked in the house and I was like, dad, I don't want to go back. And he's like, Brittany, you have to go back. It's a court order. Like I'm going to go in contempt. And I was like, what are they going to do? Make me? I'm 17 years old. Mm-hmm. we've been doing this crap for five years, like since I was 12 and nothing has changed. What are they going to do? And like, I even had it, like I had to literally, it was scheduled in a court order when I had to call her three times a week at a specific time on a specific day. Wow. Half the time she didn't answer. She never called me. I had to call her. So I stopped calling her and I never went back and I didn't see or speak to her. I mean, I ran into her once in Reno on a fluke I didn't say anything. She didn't even recognize me, but I was like 22. I looked a lot, you know, but she didn't come to my high school graduation. She didn't help me get ready for prom. Nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then well, my, you didn't need that. I didn't need it. I had my mom, you know, mm-hmm. and she was, she just became irrelevant, like really. And she still kind of is like, she taught me one really great thing. What not to be. Exactly. I know what That's not awesome. to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll always be thankful to her for that. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, she I gave me a brother. That. Like, okay, so right now, my son Christian is hanging out with his best friend, Box. Okay. Box just got his driver's license. Ooh, fun times. They're driving together. Yeah. That's yeah, freaking me the hell out. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So, I, like, I, I'm that parent, right? My son Dylan, he went to um, the bay here to go swimming with his girlfriend, and I'm like... You know, again, my whole brain's like, dude, what's go- I hope they're okay. Yeah. I can't fathom not worrying about my kids. Like, my daughter's yeah. just got a house in Boise to go to school. And I'm like, you know, like, is everything okay? Like, that's yeah. my whole thought Do you need process. to go see her? Because you can road trip with me in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, like, my mom. Like, How do you? <laughs> my mom, we talk at least once or twice a week. On the yeah. phone, let alone random text messages not your, here and there. Your, not your egg donor. My mom. No, the mom. Yeah, your mom. Mom. The one. Yeah. I either, and, and I love that term because like <laughs> the, the mom part because we talk about it as like dad versus father. Yeah, mm-hmm. I say like, mother or egg donor. Yeah. I don't call her anything else. Cause I might call her Scary Sherry. Any, but. Anybody can be like guys. Anybody can be a father, but it takes a special person to be the dad, right? Well, and like same thing with my dad. mom. Like. My mom, she got the brood of it, dude. Like, 12. Did you act 11. Well. <laughs> when you met her? I mean, like. I, I loved I, her. I assume it was not all perfect. So it's actually kind of a funny <laughs> My parents dated in the 80s. Sweet. They broke up. My dad moved away for a job. Mm. And married my egg donor. Oh. And, like, we would go. But he was in guard. So we lived in Sacramento, and he was in guard in Eureka. Mm-hmm. So we would, Friday nights after work, drive up there. He had a guard, whatever. So I had to hang out with my grandma while he was doing PT. After PT, we had breakfast together, and then he went back to drill. Yep. And um, 
Mom was the store manager at Ross for like 20 some odd years. I don't know, a long time. But has Ross has been around that long? Oh, yeah. I remember going as a kid. Oh, yeah. Wow. But so she was a store manager there. Yeah. And so, but my grandma knew her from back when they dated, right? And so I would be like, oh, hi, Lori. Like I knew who she was, but I didn't like know who she was. Yeah. And they started, the way that they started talking again is like we were in Ross one time. And I was like, hi, Lori. And my dad's like, how do you know? What? <laughs> and they started talking, and then she would come down and visit. Nice. And then he popped the question in a parking lot in front of a dumpster and said, something's hurting my ass, and put the ring box on the... Yeah, he was a real romantic, that one. I was going to go one of two ways. Here's your example. Gentlemen, um, if you're Don't listening, do that. That, that's high risk. No, I, 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 feel like, no, I feel like that's a safe way to go. Yeah, because you have two options. You know it's going to be a dumpster... Or it's going to be good. It was good. She laughed. Awesome. She was like, <laughs> seriously? That's pretty cool. And I was in the back seat and I went, really, dad? <laughs> but she said, yeah, so it worked out, That's right? It's hilarious. Yeah. And then they, you know, mm. I moved up. Um, They got married. She became my mom. But like, she got the brood of it. I had the preteen hormones. Yep. I just moved five hours away from all of my friends. I started a new school. I didn't know anybody, and people weren't really that nice to me. Mm -hmm. And I was in the middle of custody battle. And probably dealing with some parental issue that you didn't really realize you were dealing with. Yeah. Because that, like, that was me when I was a kid. Remember? Tied to that and everything and else. Like, too, we yeah. joke about it now. She's like, it was so horrible. Because the transition, right? you know, yeah. you know, the well, yeah, transition. You have to, it takes a couple days for the kid to unwind, like yeah. to, to get your kid back. Well, when yeah. you're a teenager <laughs> and you're going through like puberty and like the mm -hmm. rush of everything, it does not get any better, yeah. apparently. Like I remember going like nowadays, I'm like, oh, wow, that must have not been really easy on you. And we joke about it. She's like, you were horrible. <laughs> you were so horrible. I was like, but you stuck around. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, she was, she really was a saint. Like, we went prom dress shopping and like every school clothes shopping, like, was our big thing every year. And I don't know. So, she just kind of meshed. Which is awesome because you don't, I mean, it's, and the, for single parents out there, like, you kind of hope that you find that type of person. And so, like, I'm getting, like, the perspective yeah. of what I hope that, like, my, my, my I child finds. I think it'll happen finds, eventually. You know? I'm pretty yeah. sure I called her mom before they got married, though. Hmm. Like, they were engaged, but I'm pretty sure I started calling her mom, like, after they were engaged. And you wanted that, so, probably, too. Right? I think I did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely did. You were looking for that. Yeah. Like, for me, I didn't call my dad dad until... Later on, right? A couple of years before he died. Yeah. He'd been around for, like, 30 years. So it has been, it was a long time, but I mean, um, looking back on it, I, I don't remember acting out, but I did, I like did act out because oh, I know I did. of the issues that I was having yeah. you know, with my father, not seeing me and, well, and then whatever, you know, I don't know the competition that, you know, whatever your birth mother put on you versus like, you know, being replaced by your new mom. And well, I don't think she said anything probably because it was well, one day a month. Oh, yeah. so one time at band camp. No, one time we were at Disneyland and I was on the phone. Mom had called me to like ask me a question really quick. And I was like, okay, love you too. Bye, mom. Oh, smash. And she was like right behind me. I got in, like, I got talked to by like my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like the other shining example on the hill. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I said to her, I was like, well, she is my mom. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, what do you want? She was like, well, you can't say that in front of her. I was like, but she is my mom. So if junior was here, he'd be hundred percent on that. I mean, we have this mm-hmm. thought that when there is a step parent, they're a parent. Yep. Yeah. That's how it is. That's how it should be. Yeah. For um, sure. And what's crazy is that, um, his, I'm doing the army point. Sorry. His. You're knife handing me. I can't me. stop it. Don't knife hand <laughs> it's me. It's crazy. His, um, his daughter, his <laughs> eldest daughter, her mom and her husband live right around the corner. Huh. Mm-hmm. So I like, I'll drive by and be like, hey, what's up, Jamie? Just wave. I see him drive all the time. Jamie be like, he'll stop by and hang out over there for a while and That's come over cool. here. I'm like, this is, it's yeah. kind of neat. If you can like make it work and actually co-parent like. I mean, it's all about you really just it's it's great. respecting each other no, and I, saying, well, what's best for the kid? And I see yeah. an example. Is angry or even, even a plausible outcome? Yeah, because I look at, I have friends that are, are divorced. Mm-hmm. And there's there's one couple in particular, like, you know, Josh, the guy that I know, and, and his ex, Rebecca, that's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's crazy. They adopted, they're divorced. They adopted kids as a divorced couple. Cool. Who does that? That's pretty awesome. I mean, I mean, you talk about a cohesive co-parent, and then she had a she had a child, um, somebody else after yeah. they got a divorce, and he, that guy is not even wanting anything to do with his kid, and Josh is dad. That's great. Like it's a, it's the coolest thing I see, and it's the the greatest dynamic. Some people get along better after divorce. That, and that's true. I do see you that. Know? You know, and it's you know some people never really get over it. Some people. It's, a, it's in like a narcissist situation where yeah. you have to keep that boundary in place. Yeah. yeah. And that person may say like they want to do one thing, but it's always undermining whatever you're trying to do. And it, it, it just doesn't work. Like but, that you can't have that. Well, and like bouncing off of that, like I think that's why like in my 20s, in the dating life of my 20s. Sorry. That's all right. Talk it was with, in your way. I'm Italian and Portuguese. I talk <laughs> with my hands. Yeah, okay. Fine. It's all right. <laughs> Like in my 20s, I had a hard time setting those boundaries and I had a hard time like, I think I've only brought like two people I've ever dated around my family. Like I don't, if I bring you around my family, like that's real. You're important. Yeah. Yeah. You're not coming around my family until like, I know I dated this one guy off and on for like five years and he never met my mom. That, I know. That's because you value your family though. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are just like, well, oh, here we go. And you're like, but who's I think, the next one next week? You know? But I yeah. think it definitely, I'm noticing, because I'm not in my 20s anymore, and I'm not in that like, oh, I'm just going to date to date anymore yeah. situation. I yeah. think I'm noticing that it did play her, like the way that I grew up did play a role in my actual relationships. Sure. And that, I don't know. Well, and, and you go through, obviously, heartache after the fact and. I mean, was there ever a point where you started to think, like, am I letting some of this carry over into other relationships? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so, like, you know, as an adult now, and you've kind of, like, weathered the storm per se. Like, I know, because obviously I know I know you and your yeah. character. And, and it's like, dude, you, like, you run through a brick wall for people. Yeah, don't mess about. with my peeps. Yeah, that you care about, <laughs> but it takes it takes like a certain type of person to get into your circle. Mm-hmm. And 
You know, it's like keep my circle thing, small. But the thing about it is, like, That's you don't put be. up, but you don't put up impermeable walls. Mm-mm. You're just very selective and have very strong boundaries with who you allow to have access. And and that's a, that's a really powerful lesson to learn, you know, going through trauma. Like, I mean, you yeah. lived you lived a life of trauma and I look well, at you now and it's like, I don't I know that's where you, know you were happened, then. But yeah. yeah, but that's that doesn't define like you. Dude, you've kicked its ass. Like, let's be I'm honest. A bouncy ball. You got to adapt yeah. and overcome. But with or without trauma, you have to realize you don't let everybody in. Mm-mm. You can't. You don't have to either. Mm mm. Well, no, I mean, but like, people need to learn that. No, did you not have to accept everybody? Yeah. Not everybody's your cup of tea. Not everybody's there to be healthy for you. Well, and honestly, like even so, like I didn't see her again until my brother's high school graduation seven mm-hmm. years later. And okay. she was fake as ever and was like, oh, come take a family photo. And I was like, no, thank you. But I was like, I was cordial. Yeah. Like I don't hold, I don't necessarily hold any like ill will against her. I wish her the best in life, but. You're irrelevant to me. You know, that that was like one of the pieces of advice that I got in going through counseling after, you know, you start to unwind this. Yeah. Is that, you know, the one piece of advice I was told is you have to have the empathy for that person because they are incapable of it themselves. I they, feel bad for her. Yeah. Honestly, like I feel bad that she is going to and has missed out on my entire life. And you, at the same token is that you can't rob the, that, that thought will pop into her head. She is incapable of owning the situation. And that's not my problem. And that's not your problem. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so, you know, the one thing that I was told was like, you know, when that person can't show empathy mm-hmm. is that, you know, you can extend the empathy and knowing how hard it must be to be that individual mm-hmm. because they are so stuck and so sick in their way. Quote unquote, yeah. They can't work through it. Yeah. That must be a miserable place to be. That and must she, really to this day, miserable. oh my God, to this day, if my brother, well, my brother's had this girlfriend for a long time. I'm pretty sure they're going to get married. But like my brother's girlfriends, she would tell them how horrible a person I was. And then they would meet me and they'd be like, oh, my brother <laughs> would just tell them, okay, don't listen to anything she said. And then they would meet me and they'd be like, yeah, that's not what I heard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I, so I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your story. And it was a lot. Sorry. No, it's, but it's, you know, well, we didn't really start with much. So let's be on <laughs> like the, the first 40 minutes of the show. Um, but no, like it, it's great to hear. Cause there's somebody may hear this and resonate. They, they yeah. may have been a child of abuse or they may be in a child of a broken home that had a parent vacant. You know, I, I can't really say like, oh man, I've been there. Cause like I grew up in an excellent home. But at some point, you point, have like, in a way, though, yeah. like with your situation, it's kind of crazy because sometimes he will like he'll vent to me and I'll vent to him. Mm-hmm. And like he'll vent to me back in the day when like he thought he might have had to go back to court or something. And I was having like PTSD flashbacks. I was like telling yeah. him this is creepy. This is creepy. But like Ryan reminds me of my dad so much because I think that's why we get along so much. But like <laughs> he is just like there for Owen no matter what he filters the situation he doesn't let him see a lot of the crap mm-hmm. you're pretty kick-ass that's dad. a good dad too not Thank gonna you. lie well, I mean the big part is that people need to hear that there's a win yeah and that man your situation might be dark and it might be ugly and you might just be dragged through the crap and you come out a good person and you're like wow Brittany look you were drugged through garbage that people probably have never experienced or even thought about and look at you now well and it's like so Amanda my daycare provider 
Mm-hmm. She straight up became like a social worker and like sh- because of what she had to go through in my situation. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. She is a badass. Like, no, that's awesome though. But, I mean, yeah. like, the, and that's what, that's what's good about our stories or these stories is that yeah. these are wins people. Like this is not, you're not stuck in what you think is your life. Mm-mm. You can use anything. Like, and that's the thing. Like, you know, I take the faith aspect all the time, but like it's, you don't go through it by mistake. Mm-mm. And so once you figure out why you went through what you went through, it gives it the value, right? Because yeah. now you're seeing like, man, I went through this because I helped Amanda grow into being a social worker. How many kids has she had a positive effect on now too? And it's yeah. like, because of what I went through. Well, so and it, so yeah. it does spill over. It's almost like paying yeah. it forward. Well, and I but could you kind totally, of just like wade through it. Yeah, and I could have totally like, Used it as a crutch my whole life, and sure. I, you know, you would have every excuse to be a schmuck. Yeah, like, for honest. sure. But like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like uh, the the cooler story is, is like, look who you are. Like, yeah. yeah, and that's exactly it. I love the fact that we don't know how many lives we've touched. I don't want to. I don't know if we ever will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I don't want to know. Just by by going through what we went through and becoming good people at the end, or being good people, just dude, it's it's flipping amazing. It actually Absolutely. is. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I think this is a, a good landing spot for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could go down I don't, don't want to keep going because I think we yeah. ended up on a really good note. So uh, thanks for joining us. Episode 24 of uh, the Dad Advocacy Podcast. And uh, special guest, Brittany, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. guys. And uh, yeah. I'm Ryan. I'm Tristan. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. See you later. Mm-hmm.